Ladies and gentlemen, we are back, dare I say, and as you see, we have a brand new set. Look, look at that. Yeah. Zoom in on his face if you can. Look at this light, man. We stole this light from a, uh, a, a neon shop. No, I'm just joking, man. Um, man, we have... Missed y'all, man. We've missed you dearly. We are back. We are back with another episode of Southside Rabbi. New building, new set. Yes. And I got K to the second letter, not a second better. The man, the myth, the legend, the one who comports himself Ooh. as a man of God and faith within the culture. The one who shoots down the culture vultures. Ooh. Who slices and dices them with the sword of truth. As you see, he stays strapped. You feel me. Right? Um, I hope that's the CSB version, my brother. Hey! hey. Shout out to CSB. That's all we rocking with around here. <laughs> now I'm talking about, don't come around here with nothing else. <laughs> but um, I got K to the second letter. The man, the myth, the legend. Don't leave your CSB Bible around him. Yes. True theologian for real. Hey. Ask your pastor for real because he probably knows about him. And if he doesn't, he is out of touch. And you should leave that church immediately. Oh, no, you I'm do. just joking. <laughs> Resign. Resign. Wow. And he should step down. Uh-oh. No, no, I'm just joking. Uh, what's up, man? What's good? Hey, man. I am just here. Uh, glad to be here. Finally back uh, with the new situation. Uh, but, of course, none of that can be compared to what it means to be friends and in partnership, uh -oh. a co-laborer with the brother that I sit across from right now, whose Air Force Ones I am not fit what? to the lace. I haven't worn Air Force Ones since middle school. I mean, the dream. Don't leave the cream or the sheen comes onto the scene. Billy Jean. Oh, one glove, one glove. One glove alone. Constantine. Byzantine. Oh, Byzantine. Bloodstream. Oh, I went oh, historical on you, boy. Keep going. Oh, my boy took it back to the... Oh, the highly esteemed Hudson. Y'all make some noise for my guy Man, one time. Y'all might wonder why I have this tactical vest on because I'm kind of trying to prevent, trying to protect myself from all the KB's words of you affirmation. Me? Brother, listen, the Bible says, and I hope we can talk about it a little bit tonight, uh -huh. uh, to outdo one another in honor, which is, is what, what we try says. to model on this show. That is very true. Because cats typically ain't doing that. People try to outdo each other in other things. It's a lot of outdoing happening. And it's usually not godly. Yes. But uh, we are sitting here today, uh -huh. uh, about to wrap up April. Right. And yesterday, at the long-awaited trial of the officer who was leaning on the neck of George Floyd that resulted in, in George Floyd's death, the verdict came down yesterday. Right? Yep. I mean... Take us into the picture, just sort of the, the landscape of what's happening in folks' reaction. What was the verdict? Everybody right. knows. Right. But I'm laying it up for you. 
Yeah. Talk to uh, me. Well, Derek Chauvin, who was the officer um, who was on trial uh, for killing uh, George Floyd, um, yesterday was uh, the verdict came down for the trial that he was on. The Minneapolis, He was a Minneapolis police officer, of course. He knelt on George Floyd's neck for more than nine minutes, actually. Wow. Um, and he was found guilty yesterday of three charges against him. Um, and his name is Derek Chauvin. He's 45 years old. He was convicted of second degree, uh, unintentional murder, third degree murder and second degree manslaughter. Yeah. The jurors deliberated for about 10 hours, which, uh, folks will say is very fast. That's that, that's not a long deliberation for them to come back with, um, with their verdict. Uh, and now, uh, he will be sentenced in about eight weeks, I think. He faces up to 40 years in prison for second-degree murder, up to 25 years in prison for third-degree murder, and up to 10 years for manslaughter. Um, and so there's been a, a, a lot of, well, from folks that, that, are, that we know, yes. <laughs> a lot of folks that we know, we have felt a type of vindication. Sure. Um, and there has been joy that there is some type of, that folks would not call this like an ultimate justice, right? George Floyd is dead. Yes. He's he's not coming back. Right. This is not going to bring him back. Right. Uh, but there's there's there is joy around there being some accountability finally. Right. That the criminal justice system has offered some type of accountability uh, for an officer that has killed an unarmed black man. Right. Um. And when at when when it was absolutely wrong and no need for it to be done at all. Right. 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 Um. He was not a threat. Uh, in 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 the sense that he was he was threatening enough for his life to be extinguished. Sure. Um, and so now that he has uh, Derek Chauvin has been found guilty, there has been a mixture of of responses. Sure. Right. You've had folks like us who are like, man, there's some vindication. A moment of justice. Yes. This is uh, sort uh, of uh, like uh, uh, a a window into cosmic justice. Right. I was gonna say, I for me, it, it, it I got a little emotional when I because I was watching the I was watching it live. Okay. When it happened. Um, and I actually did not expect to be emotional when uh, when the verdict came down. I for sure thought they were going to give him something. Right. I, I told you this earlier that I did not think that they were going to convict him on everything. I sure. thought that that was kind of kind of too good to be true, to be honest. Yeah. As a black man in America. Yeah. Um, I thought they were going to find him on. They were going to convict him on something though. I didn't yeah. think that he was going to walk completely. But when I saw that all of them came down, I was shocked. Yes, um, that was shocking. I was shocked, and yeah. um, and I got a little emotional, which was unexpected for me because I was like, "Wow, like we this doesn't happen, sure, really, not sure. for us, sure." Um, and so I mean, we come from a, a history of being brutalized by law enforcement and by sure. the state, and the state not being held accountable ever. Yes, and can you pause there for for one second? Yeah, please? I think it is crucial. That for those that this is not just clicking for, mm -hmm. like, well, you don't just look at this and say, oh, I get it. I understand why people cried over the, the verdict. They also cried over the video. Right. Uh, why, why people were marching in the streets. Um, if none of that resonates with you, like, it just doesn't, it's not simple. Like, of course, I get it. It's important for folks to then do the, the work of empathy which ironically is under attack from a lot of a lot of a lot of, a lot of a lot of evangelicals uh, yes. have been attacking empathy as the a sin. The one thing that could bring you into what we're talking about, right? Because you're not here. You're, there's a, there's if a, you yeah. if you have not lived in an over police neighborhood ever in your life, mm -hmm. 
if you have you don't know what it feels like for it to feel like the police is occupying your neighborhood right where it almost feels like you're getting a a sort of martial law kind uh-huh. of uh, experience every time you walk outside. Yeah. All through the night, all through the day. We were raised there. Southside South St. Pete, police are patrolling. E- everywhere. Everywhere. I, I, I know what it's like I to don't live know anything in else. the suburbs, <laughs> and I know what it's like to live in the hood, mm-hmm. and it isn't like that. It's not the same. Folks are not constantly having interactions with the police unless they're getting cats out of trees or somebody stole some flip-flops off the... I'm not joking. Don't, don't let KB tell you about his his uh, community I Facebook. <laughs> when I Group. first moved into that community, somebody was on a Facebook page like, y'all better be careful. Watch your kids. Watch your wife. Somebody took some flip-flops off and said, man, I'm sorry about your flip-flops, man. I'm going to help you find them flip-flops. I'm going to buy you a new pair. But this ain't, so co- this totally ain't different it, world. Totally different world. But if you, if you have no frame of reference from that, then it can... The, the very thing that brings you into that is a moment of empathy when you mm-hmm. say, what does it mean? In fact, I the Bible uses the word sympathy a lot, mm-hmm. but sympathy in scripture is essentially defined the way that we define empathy so, yep. in, uh, in, in the English so, language. So, so because you said that, so, so yeah. typically uh, empathy uh, means experiencing someone else's feelings. It comes from a German word that, that means feeling into. So right. it requires an emotional component. Right. Of really feeling what the other person is feeling, right. where folks would say that sympathy uh, is understanding someone else's suffering. It's more sure. cognitive than than emotional. Sure. Now, when we talk about what the Bible says in Hebrews, right. I'm glad you said this. Yeah. Hebrews 4:15, where yes. it says, "For we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, right. but one who is in every as in every respect has been tempted as we are, yet without sin." When you look at the Greek for that word yep. and how that word sympathize is defined, it's literally defined by how we how we define empathy yes. in a modern way. It literally yes. literally means to be affected with the same feeling as another. <laughs> It's literally what it means. What are we to, even to sympathize with, to feel for, have compassion on? Right, right, right. Um, and then there's there's root words that can come from uh, to commiserate, have compassion, be touched with the feeling of. Yes, right. Which That's is literally it, even when we read that passage in Hebrews, we don't look at that as sympathy. We don't see that as well. Jesus can just cognitively understand sure. what we're going through. Yeah, but he that, never that's not actually, actually what the author of Hebrews is actually getting at in nev- that in that verse. Come on, he actually is saying no. He actually has experienced what you're going facts, through. Facts, facts. He facts. knows what it's like to be tempted. Yes, he knows what it's like to have. First of all, he knows what it's like in ways that you don't. Right. In fact, Satan himself came to him and tempted him in person. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. He literally said to him, hey, throw yourself down off. Have you had, had a full Satan conversation. show up to you? Also, have you, you ever endured your temptation without sinning ever? Ever. Because here's right. the thing. Sin in a lot of ways gives you an out. Mm-hmm. So it, it allows you to sort of escape your humanity in some ways. It, it, it allows you to escape the yeah, suffering yeah. of what it's like exactly. to, to not give in to what sin. What does it mean for every moment of your life right. to resist the sinful outing? Right. To and, resist right. The, the, the sort of... Um, momentary medicinal effects of sin. Right. To resist all that, but stay deep in your humanity. And you were meant a hundred percent. Listen, Woo. this is the hypostatic union. Please, my oh, do it. This is the hypostatic please bring union. It, please bring it on. That Christ was one hundred percent man, and that means that. And let's and hold on and let's pause yeah. there real quick yeah. because we never. 
We have all kind of theology, all kind of theology on, about sir. the deity of Christ. We have almost no books about the humanity of Jesus and all of the implications right, of what that right, means, right, right. especially as what it says in Scripture. Yes. Yeah, there's a real good book called The Man Christ Jesus. Everyone should read it. Listen. What it means that Jesus was 100 percent, you know, how folks often say, man, I make mistakes because I'm only human. Well, the vision that God had for humanity is that to be human is actually not to be falling in sin. That when you give yourself to rebellion against God, you're acting outside of your humanity. Mm -hmm. You're acting, as it were, subhuman when you rebel right, against God. Right. Absolutely. So to fully be human is to be resisting that which goes against the creator. Yes. And Jesus did that perfectly all the days of his life. So this is why you also see in Hebrews, Hebrews, that Christ is crying out to God, That's what it says. praying for deliverance. Yes. This isn't the Garden of Gethsemane. We're talking about Jesus. This is a this whole different, which nobody ever nobody talks, talks about, about this that. Jesus. Right. No one talks about this Jesus that in his regular life was taking breaks from the people going in alone with God and saying, help me, God. Yes. I need the power of your spirit for me to continue this walk in a way that honors you. And, and just so you guys yeah. can know what KB is talking about, Hebrews 5, 7, it right. says, in the days of his flesh, yes. humanity, yes. Jesus offered up prayers and supplications with loud cries and tears to him who was able to save him from death, and he was heard because of his reverence. Yes. This is Jesus. This, this is, is the, the human man, Jesus. Yes. The man Jesus. The man Christ Jesus is what we're talking Christ about. the man Christ Jesus encapsulates empathy if you don't believe that about jesus you may not be talking about the jesus of the scripture you may not be talking about him brother Talk about because different this jesus right here for we do not have a high priest let me tell you about our high priest our high priest isn't hanging out in the temple pontificating what we're going through out in the desert that's not what he's doing that's not what he's doing that is not what he's we doing we don't have a high priest like that our high priest isn't mentally considering us. No, he is actually able to sympathize or empathize mm -hmm. with our weakness. That's yes, right. He knows what it feels like to be weak. Because mm -hmm. look, in the days of his flesh, Jesus offered up prayers and supplications with loud cries and tears to him who was able to save from death and he was heard because of his reverence. Although he was a son, he learned obedience through what he suffered. Yes, brother. And being made perfect, he became a source of eternal salvation to all who obey him, being designed by God, a high priest after the order of Melchizedek. That is through. Hebrews 5, that is Hebrews 5, 7 through 10. Who, who talks suffered. about that? What he suffered. Who talks about that? Come on, he learned obedience through what, through, who we, through what he suffered? Oh, you mean like we do? <laughs> oh, okay. You mean in his humanity, he was like us? Yes, yeah, say that, in brother. That, in that regard? Yes, yes, yes. Right? Yes. And not only that, Jesus knows what it feels like to experience something that his children will never experience. Mm. And that is also yeah. what it feels like to be judged by God wow. for judgment, the judgment and wrath of God to fall upon him. Wow, wow, He wow. knows what that feels like right, right, by right. personal experience, my guy, wow, wow. not by cognitive, not, not, not by him. Like you not, said, not facts sitting and data in, points. In, 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 <laughs> it's, it, 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 it's not by Jesus him. Didn't just read about humanity. He didn't read about he became a man. He didn't read about humanity. He yeah. became a man. We see that in, in Philippians two. Yeah. He didn't read about the judge of, about what it what the judgment of God means. He experienced the judgment. He didn't right, read right. about temptation. Right, right. He didn't say, "Hey, you guys, I haven't really experienced. I don't really know what it feels like to go through what you're going through, but I, I can cognitively kind of understand." Yeah. That's not what he did. No, not at all. Not that at is all. not. That is and not. Let me our just God. be clear. One of the reasons why we are really belaboring this point because there is a new. Movement 
movement a push. within a, by God's grace, fringe area of the evangelical movement that is essentially saying that empathy is sin. Not that it can be used as sin, but it is sin. And that we should resist the idea of trying to suffer with others. To put ourselves in their shoes seems to be a misuse of what God is calling us to in this world, yeah. which is foolishness. And, they, and, and, and that's because... The, let, me, let me say one no, more thing, Maisie. Because I don't have any other way to connect with you outside of empathy. I, 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 how else... I don't. I didn't go through what you went through. Right now, if people want to use empathy as the credential of all, meaning that as long as you have been through something, you're now the expert on all things, and we all need to just shut up and listen to you. That's the the, the, the kind of thing that they're that they would say that empathy leads to. But I it's don't. A, re- it's, it's a slippery slope. Yeah, it's a slippery. They use slope. empathy as a slippery slope. But understand that that's a terrible argument because people make that same thing about grace. People are telling Paul <laughs> that grace oh, was a slippery say slope. That. Say you that. You start talking about all this grace stuff. People are going to think they have a license to sin and do whatever they want. Say that. Martin Lloyd-Jones, who I know y'all all like, said that if people, if you don't have at least somebody misunderstand what you are saying when you talk about the gospel of grace, you ain't preaching the gospel of Whoa. grace. He said if people are, 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 are not saying, hold on, what you're saying is that God covers everything that I do? And that maybe I could use that as, a, as an abuse, say, hey, no, you can't use it as abuse. And let me tell you why. Right. But you're tracking with me. Right. Grace is that scandalous. Right. That it covers everything. Message. This is what it means to live in this world is to believe true things. And even if there are people out there that are, that are abusing those true things, we correct them lovingly. But we don't throw truth out the window. We don't throw empathy out the window. If you throw empathy out the window, you're throwing Jesus out the window. It's, it's, this yeah. is the context. So, good. so again, I have no way. When I went to when, when we go to third world countries, you meet child soldiers. And they're telling you about their experience and what it means to live in this context. If you in that in that period only sort of, yeah, okay. I can I see, see that. I can see how that, that might be difficult. If you don't say, no, please tell me what it is that you're feeling and going through. And then I begin to see myself and also not just seeing myself, but feel myself. Ooh. What would you feel, brother? What would you feel? If you were crossing the southern border, escape running from the cartel. No, no, no. I'm not asking what would you think. What would you feel Mm -hmm. if you were running across the southern border trying to escape cartel members who were wanting to kill you or put your family members into a life of servitude? What would you feel? This is so important for this conversation, brother. Because the biggest issue for, one of the biggest issues, I think, for the American church is that we are beast at orthodoxy. Like we know theology front and back. We also have some understanding of orthopraxy, meaning here are the things that you should do, right action, but we have no concept and hardly any work whatsoever. And so I'm so grateful for my pastor who is actually doing work on this to help us with right, this. Right. On orthopathos or, yeah. or orthopathos, mm-hmm. which is right feeling. feeling. Yes. Because what you feel is not as many people will make you think that facts are somehow the enemy of feelings. That feelings and emotions are somehow the enemy of worshiping God. Right. Not realizing that emotions and feelings explode out of the how out of the heart of God all through the Bible. Yeah, how He 
feels, especially when you look at the at the, the, the narrative of the Old Testament, when God says that he repented that he made man. Right. If you try to understand that as a theological aphorism, uh. you will literally have blasphemy. Right. God doesn't make mistakes. Right. But if you don't understand it as God who emotes. Right. That the feeling of you all are grieving my heart in such a way that it feels like repent, like I wish you weren't created. Mm -hmm. If you don't understand it that way, how do you, you how do you understand, how do you understand it, it without all? moving into blasphemy? So blasphemy, the, the, the yeah. point that I'm trying to make is I'm trying to say that brothers and sisters, what we must do, what we must do in all these conversations, is really tap in, tap in, not disengaging the mind. But using the mind to stir the heart, mm -hmm. okay? And this is where empathy goes. Mm -hmm. When you start to ask your heart, A, if I should be feeling a sense of despair right. and I don't, what's going on? Secondly, once I do use the mind to stir the affections of the heart and begin to, um, not, uh, excuse me, I begin to place myself in the shoes of those who are suffering by hearing what they're going through, mm -hmm. all right, knowledge helps to feel out the emotion. Right. When I hear what they're going through and then I sit with what must it be like and from that orthopathos emerges the right practice and also understanding doctrine rightfully. Right. But without this, if you, can we get George Floyd on the screen real quick? If you look at this and you see a, fent a, a, a drug addicted fentanyl um, sort of filled uh, lawbreaker using counterfeit money who essentially deserved to die because of what he did. If that's all you see when you look at this, I would say that your problem isn't first that you don't have all the facts. Yes. I think your problem is first your heart is hard. And I say that without apology. I posted a picture. I posted this painting of a actually of the solid believer. His name is escaping me right now who, who, who drew this. He's a, a, a world-class and now world-famous artist. Um, created this. I posted this yesterday in the amount of comments because my audience does have a high concentration of Christians. Right. This is a crazy thing. So we're gonna, I'm going to run into the most of this because my audience is filled with Christians. That, that breaks my heart, man. Mm -hmm. That it's, it, it's, it's our people that we have to explain this to the most, it seems like. But I posted this and everyone said, why are you making it? Not everyone. A lot of folks said, excuse me. In fact, most people were supportive. Here I am doing that artist thing where I, I, I magnify the one over the 99. But there was enough people that it mattered and it was discouraging for people that were in the comment section. That folks were saying, why are you pointing out this man being made in the image of God? That's what my caption said. Why are you pointing that out? He was a criminal. Why are, you, why, why, why are you looking at this and, and, and lionizing him and making a hero out of him? Now, I can try to help you understand that this is not about heroism. Right. This is not about lionizing George Floyd. This is actually about justice on a much bigger scale and how it connects to the individual lives that we live on a day-to-day -day basis. I'm thinking about my boys who will be out in the streets and will do stupid things. 
and who I hope do, are not, do not suffer uh, uh, death because they stepped out of line. It's about how we value those who are the weaker or vulnerable among us. Right. It's about that. But more importantly, this is about the gospel because here is the gospel. While you were sinners, enemies of God, addicted while you were falling, and while some of you still are doing, are still falling to this day, don't get me wrong, as you become a Christian, it doesn't mean right. that nobody who's, if you're a Christian, you can't be a part of the, opi- the opioid yeah. e- epidemic. Some are still addicted. Yeah, that's right. And it might not be opioids. It could be, it could be porn. It could be all kinds of other things. Yes. While you are sinners, Christ knew his life. He knew what he was doing. He died for you. He didn't clean you off and make you the perfect target for salvation and then gave himself for you. No, in your Your rebellion, he valued you. He valued. He set his affections on you. He set his affections on you. And if we can't look at a picture like this and say, that is a man created in the image of God. And for that sake. For that reason, the image of God projects a value on him that must be protected by all of us. That the image of God on that face, that black face, demands everyone around to protect, to serve, to encourage, to bear with, to pour out patience, Mm -hmm. to empower. That image shouldn't go hungry. That image shouldn't be enslaved. That image shouldn't be disenfranchised. That image should not be undervalued. Why? Because when you do that to George Floyd, you're doing it to God. Mm. Say that. This is what this is. And if you can't feel any of that, because all of your partisan politics and all of your hatred for Black Lives Matter and all of your warning black people or whoever they are, brown people, white liberals, I don't care who they are. You want them to just stop talking about the race stuff because you don't care about it. Well, listen, I don't get the liberty to not care about this. Right. I wish I didn't have to care about this. I have so many things that I'm interested in that I love doing. You think I want to keep talking about the ways that my dark skin complicates my existence and now it complicates my children's existence? And it's connected to a history, a global history. This is why this had a global impact. I just listened to an interview today, interview of today of people in London, black people in, in, in London talking about how they see themselves in George Floyd. If you can't see yourself in him, don't even enter the conversation. Don't enter the conversation because you're probably struggling to see the image of God. That's not a game for us, man. Mm. And the one thing that brings us into this, man, is our fight for empathy, man, to bear the burdens of others. Because in bearing the burdens of others, we get brought into their reality. We see how we can serve. We see how we can love. We see how we can enfranchise. So that's all I want to say about that. Man. That is the reality. The reality is if you look at George Floyd and you just see a criminal. Yes. And you don't first see that he is a man made in the image of God. It doesn't matter what else you think you have. Yeah. If you have orthodoxy, if you have orthopraxy, if you're a theologian, if you have written books, if you're an apologist, if you have a following, it does not matter what else you have. What is going on in your heart is a God problem. Say that. Say that. 
Yeah. It's a God problem. Say that. Say that. If you look upon his creation and you say, because it because he was he had struggles, yeah. right? That he deserved to die at the hands of law enforcement. That he deserved what he got. Yeah. I I I let me tell y'all something, bro. Take your time. Even if you see somebody resisting arrest, okay. and I'm not saying that I'm not I'm not saying that that's George Floyd's thing. Right. Even resisting arrest does not equal a death sentence. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It doesn't. It does not. If somebody is snatching themselves out of handcuffs, that doesn't mean that you can just kill them. That's right, not. Right, that's right. not how the law works. Right. 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 You can't pull out a gun and and shoot him. Right. You can't suffocate him. Right. 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 That's not how it works. Right. Yes. And so, if you are looking at this man and saying that he deserved to die, and you don't see somebody made in the image of God, yeah. you don't see that the state is supposed to it, it, it is, is, is supposed to also work on preserving life. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. Not take it away. Right, 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 right. Not letting, or, or at least take it away flippantly. Right, right, right. Which we've seen that that, is, that has been the track record of the state. Right. Especially when it comes to black people. Right, right, right. Throughout history. Right. If you look at him, if you look at people from Black Lives Matter that you may disagree with. Sure, sure. If you look at people on the other side of your political aisle that you may disagree with, and you see these people, as I said before, as demons. Yes, come on, come on. Who deserve nothing but scorn and judgment. Yes. I believe you have a God you problem have a God in problem. your heart. You have a God problem. You have a God problem in your heart. And, and mean, can I just say this real quick, bro? I think about just two quick examples. If there's a hostage situation where there's a a deranged man right. inside a building with, with one dude and he's got 15 people held hostage, right? There is a reason why the SWAT team just doesn't just burst in there and just and, and, and take over the situation. Right. Because there, there are people inside the building that they're trying to protect. Mm -hmm. That there's value in there. We are careful about how we engage this dude. Right. What does he want? What is he? How, how, how can we? How can we uh, come to a compromise? Can we maybe talk him into something? We are thinking very, very critically about how do we preserve these lives, right. and we don't really struggle with that when it's a collection of people. So if it's like fifteen people right. or ten people, right. then it's like, yo, we have to be careful with how we engage this. Right. I think about the same way if somebody were to steal the Mona Lisa, which would be impossible, but let's say you were able to steal the Mona Lisa. Whoa. And now you're driving, you're, you're, you're riding around town with the Mona Lisa in your back. If there was a high speed chase or something like that, they'd be very, very careful. Right. With not flipping that car without over, flipping that with that car, right, without exactly. shooting you. Right. Because a hole might go through the, right. the, the painting. There's too much at stake. For us to to, to kind of go into this thing recklessly, recklessly, and I think that when I when when we we think about people, that we often will have more value if it's multiple people because we don't see that the image of God doesn't come alive when it's seven people right. or three people. Right. It comes alive when someone's alive, or we have more value in actual property like gold or right. precious or uh, a precious metals or a painting. Then we say, let's get very very careful about how we engage these. Because what it seems to suggest, and I, again, before they invented cell phones. <laughs> I don't know before, how we made it. I mean, we didn't make it, honestly, but South, we, we're, we're barely making it with cell phones. Listen, Southside St. Petersburg, when I was 13, 14, 15 years old, and I wasn't, I mean, and I have cousins that could speak to this way more than I can because they were in the Southside way longer than I was. But seeing people 
brutalized. Seeing them slam, I've, I've watched children tased. I've watched, you know, we, we, we've seen people slam, like children slammed oh. on cars. I've seen people slammed. I've seen, knocked I've out seen of their people face, beat with nightsticks. Yeah. yeah, my homeboy that I just saw yesterday got beat by the police when we were in high school. Right, his right, mother right. had to take pictures of all of the injuries that he sustained on his body. Face was bruised and yep. it, and it, it was bad. I've yeah. seen it. it it's, it's, it's so normal. A dude we almost fought got shot by the police 14 times. Wow. Mm-hmm. Bro, it's so normal to hear about these things that we make jokes about it, bro. Like Chris Rock has a whole bit on getting beat by the police, all right? Right. I mean, it's... There's skits about it. Yeah, it's skits about it. It's like kind of got to laugh to keep them crying. It's kind of like laugh, keep them crying. Before cell phones, like, we we just talked about it among one oh. another. But it was, bro, what it... And let me just... What it seems to suggest, because we noticed that you wouldn't treat everyone like this. Like, mm-hmm. if this was the mayor's daughter... Right. Or the mayor's son. Or if this was what it seemed like to us, a white person from the other side of the tracks, there seemed to be a little more calm and a little more compassion, long suffering, um, ingenuity, uh, g- uh, sort of creativity in how to resolve situations. Even when sometimes them people were acting way crazier than we would ever act. Right. Say things to the police that I wouldn't dream of saying. Right. When you see that scenario, or like what I told you, what we just talked about with the portrait, the Mona Lisa. It would seem that you have less value on me. Right. It seemed like I'm not as valuable. It's, it's, you can break my bone or throw me in jail. I almost got thrown in jail one time for making a U-turn too fast. Freaking Bible college student. I got theology books in the passenger seat. They came up on me with gripping their guns, mm-hmm. banging on my window. Are you trying to run from us? We can throw you in jail right now for trying to run from us. You know, the, one time it was, uh, the law is up to our discretion, which says to me, you can make the law whatever, and what right. am I supposed to do right here? Right. And now, again, I get harassed, I get thrown, uh, thrown on the ground, I got, I got pulled, leaving Sweet Bay one time, mm-hmm. the, the, the assumption was my car was stolen, in front of all, our, all the employees in the whole store, here I am, lights going on everywhere, getting interrogated, it's embarrassing, man, right. all of that makes me feel like, especially when I sit down with my, my homie Joseph Prolozny or I sit down with my home Jacob, uh, Jacob Morris or I'm talking about my Caucasian brothers and sisters who I love with all my heart and they say, we have never heard of this before. That's what you go through? I said, that's what I go through and I'm actually... I'm and you're, actually, you're actually on the not on the, even right. You're on the I'm lower even, end of the spectrum. Yes. You're on the lower end of the spectrum. Now, yes. If I was actually doing something illegal, if I had a bag of weed in my pocket, I'm talking about. Oh man, bro. And what I'm saying is, it the, the narrative. What, what? How much do I need to hear this before I start to think? Oh, I don't matter as much. Mm-hmm. And then if I don't not matter, even hear, yeah. And how much do you have to experience? How much it? do I have to experience? Right. Before I realize, I, before I begin to think I don't matter as much, mm-hmm. then if someone comes out and says, no, you do matter, your blackness is not a mark against you. Mm-hmm. Then I love the Bible because scripture comes in and says, not only is your, your, your blackness not a mark against you, you know, I heard that my whole life, that you have three strikes, you have two strikes against you, you are male and you are black. Mm-hmm. The Bible comes in and says, 
oh no, this is God's idea. Right. This is a part of his flesh. This is intentional. This is his manifold wisdom mm -hmm. and the diversity that he loves and celebrates and will be rolling in for all eternity right. as this throne is filled. His throne is not completed according to Revelation unless there are tribes and tongues from everywhere. Right. That's what his throne is. You're a part of that. I do matter. Black Lives Matter, apart from any organizational effort, is a God idea, bro. Yeah. And anybody. It's an affirmation that scripture would actually Absolutely, affirm. Man. Absolutely, man. It's a contextualization of all lives matter. It is. It's a contextualization of Which all lives matter. Which is what's crazy. Yeah, yeah, for sure. They, Anyways, um, please, brother. We, 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 stopped at, uh, we stopped at Derek Chauvin. Oh, um, <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I, I, I think that there's just, I mean, this stuff is in us and we have been holding a lot of it in. Yes. Um, I, I don't think that there's, I don't think that I have to talk about Derek Chauvin much. Right, 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 right. Um, because right. I don't want to give him the, I'm just being honest. Sure. He, he doesn't, he's not the center of this, of this episode. Yes, that's right. That's um, right. I think that the center of the episode is talking about our God yes. who values yeah. human life. Yes, yes, yes. Um, and talking about how he made us in his image. Right. And that that image deserves to be preserved right. and it deserves to be protected. Right. And just because you, have some kind of legal grounds to take someone to jail or to right. stop someone right. doesn't mean that you get to kill them. Right, 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 right. Doesn't mean that they deserve to die. Yes. And what you said about the cell phone thing to me is crazy because we are barely making it with cell phone footage. I mean, it, we're losing it. We, we are losing. I think that was part we of the 10-hour. We are losing with cell phone footage. Yeah, yeah, I think that was part of the 10-hour jury. But think about if we didn't have cell phone footage, we would not stand a chance. Yeah. I mean, look at what happened with Rodney King. Right. There wasn't cell phone footage. I don't know. That was a miracle that that got caught on camera because people had to hold center blocks over their shoulder to record <laughs> back then. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Go ahead, right? honey. You had to have that mug plugged into like a generator. You know what I'm saying? And they got that on camera, literally police officers beating that man like he was a a, a, a freaking snake on the ground that was poisonous. Yes, yeah, yeah. And yeah. they still let all these officers go, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And so we are kind of in the, we are kind of experiencing some of the same things now. We right. still have all of this stuff on camera. Right. And this is why it's still so emotional for this to happen uh, for George Floyd and his family because this does not happen, right. even in the 21st century right, right. where we are catching this stuff on film. Right. And so I think... That, again, it is, we are made in the image of God is the point. Right, right, right. And we are passionate about preserving those, about preserving folks who are made in the image of God. And it doesn't matter what mistakes they have made or what they're making. Yes. They don't get to get, they, they don't, they, you don't get to extinguish God's image mm -mm. because they're, they they may have done something that is wrong. Right, right, right. You know right, what I'm saying? Right, and right. some and some folks have not even done anything that's wrong. Some black people have been killed for literally just existing. Yes, 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 yes. Right? Yeah, yeah. You thinking that they're gonna do something wrong. Yes, yes. Philando Castile didn't do nothing wrong. Right, 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 right. You know right, what I'm saying? Tamir right. Rice didn't do nothing wrong. Right, right, right. I mean, we can I, we can keep going for days and days. Yeah, even and even the, the Breonna the, the, Taylor didn't the do white, nothing wrong. Even the white brother um out uh, out in uh, in Arizona or in in Vegas uh, that was oh the dude that got shot in the, uh, in the in the in the in the hotel lobby. Yeah, I can't right. remember. I can't. I, uh, I remember his name. Yeah, I don't know why I'll I can't find, remember I'll find it. it. But he didn't do anything wrong either. Yeah. He was following commands that the officers gave him, and he just wasn't doing it well enough. Right. And got and was shot and killed. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Right, right, right. So right. we are passionate about we are passionate about making sure that folks 
dignity and value that is God-given right. is protected and preserved. Right. And when you have Christians that, that are devaluing the image of God on people, therefore saying that they deserve this type of treatment, Right. It's heartbreaking, man. Right. It is. It's heartbreaking that the people that we are fighting the most are our own. Wow. In wow, the wow, sense. Wow. Yeah, in, yeah. In a sense, when it comes to the faith. Daniel Shaver was the man. Daniel name. Shaver. Yeah, yeah. In a sense, when it comes to those who name the name of Christ. Right. right. And when you have folks that are creating an entire theology. Mm-hmm. See, that's the thing about the 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 human heart we yeah. will create theologies to justify our hardness of heart absolutely dog. that's ex- exactly what you see in scriptures like yes, jesus exactly. you know why i said that y'all should get divorced <laughs> because the hardness of your own heart you yes. guys were already creating theologies for yeah, divorce yeah, yeah yeah i just put y'all through y'all headlong in it right 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 the right. hardness of your own heart is yes, why i said absolutely. that y'all were already creating theologies right, around right. this stuff right right you know what i'm saying yeah and, 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 and what slavery and, and, is the same thing so slavery yeah, is the same yeah. thing and then now you have cats that are making war on empathy that's making insane. war on empathy saying that empathy is all about emotions and not about the the intellect so when you're just when you're just moved by emotions you're not moved by god as if god is emotionless right come on come on in scripture right, right, right. as if believers in scriptures are emotionless right, right. My, matter of fact one of the things that you actually should know about your own heart is if you don't have affections for god God, which you could kind of even judge by emotion. Right, 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 right. Then there's a problem. Sure. At least that's what all of the theologians I that mean, preceded us said. All of the, all of the yeah. patristics said it. Yes. The, all, all, of, all of the, all, all the, some of y'all precious Puritans said yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, if, if, if we do not have a heart for God that sh- that overflows with our emotion for yes. Him, our emotions for yes. Him. Like if all joy. of our emotions uh-huh. for God is just cognitive, like right. I do not feel nothing. I don't really care about this stuff, but cognitively I know I should, so I'm going to do it. Right. That's not really what it means to serve things, the Lord. The mind and the heart are so connected. They work together. That it's very difficult to talk about them separately, intelligently. You, you can't intelligently yeah, well, speak like, about... What am I like? The, well, mind disengaged, heart only engaged. Heart only engaged, mind... mind disengaged. Yeah, it, it doesn't really work that way. If I got a phone call right now and I found out that somebody died... Even though I'm, I would fall to my knees in pain and weep. I would feel pain in right. my heart. Even though somebody just, uh, somebody in my family died. Even, even though it was just a phone call, no one punched me. There's yes. Why is my body hurting what from ha- something yeah. that my mind hurt? Your mind hurt it, processed it, and it triggered your emotions. Yeah. God has made heart, I mean, emotions right. and intellect to work in concert with right, one right. another. It's literally. I think <laughs> that if you've never shed a tear over the the kinds of suffering that brothers and sisters around us are going through in, in inside the African American community, inside the, the 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 immigrant community, and let me just say, let me say this. Dave Chappelle said that um, he got an image of what people, what America thought about the crack epidemic with the uh, <laughs> with, with with the with, with the opioid epidemic, with the opioid or, or, epidemic. And, and meth. And and Dave said, I don't care. That's what he said. I, yeah. I don't, don't endorse that. But that's what he said. He said, I, I don't know people, I, we ain't really addicted to opioids and taking meth and mm-hmm. all that stuff. So it, I feel but disconnected meth from is it. white people's crack. That's yeah, what yeah, some but, people would say. Right, right, right. He was just saying like, I, I'm, I, I don't really care. Proximity has a lot to do with that. Right. So if somebody's talking about the crack epidemic, we're like, oh, I know the crack epidemic because yeah, I remember it. the war on drugs. Oh, yep. I've them seen coming through our neighborhood with with tanks, right? Them bursting down doors right. and, and babies getting killed right. in crossfire right. and stuff. Right. Like, 
It was a mess. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And it's still a mess. And it's still a mess. That's right. Yeah. It's not over whatsoever. Right. You being in it really does affect the way you, you, you see things. Mm-hmm. And I think when I, even as we process what immigrants go through, I can, I'm going to be honest and say, when I hear, when I heard, let's say five years ago, before I became really close with, with John, John um, Aragon, who is a good friend of ours, a, a leader in our church as well. Before I became good friends with him, I heard about, you know, stuff. I mean, I knew about Pablo Escobar. I knew about, you know what I'm saying, Noriega, you know what I'm saying, El Chapo. Like, we heard about that stuff, but we didn't really, it, it didn't stir my heart to do anything about it because it really was me just kind of from a distance hearing things about it. I didn't even, wasn't even stirred enough to pray about it. Same thing with the sex trade stuff. Mm-hmm. Before cats like Louis, What's up, Louis? Louis, Louis G and mm-hmm. Shelly G with Passion, before they started really shining a light on this and like, yo, modern day slavery is rivaling chattel slavery right. today. Before we even started shedding a light on that, I remember one year at Passion, they brought a girl who I escaped was there. the sex. You were there. I was there. Escaped the sex trade on stage. Stood right. her up in front of all of us and, and she told her story. Right. Before you started hearing stories, by the way, God is a storyteller. Absolutely. The, 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 the scripture is almost completely given to us in a story. Said he loved, God tells us almost all of our instructions via narrative. Via, but why? Why? Because narratives stir mm-hmm. the heart, bro. Mm-hmm. As you hear the story of this little girl on stage talking about how she was in Bangladesh being, being taken advantage of right. by American businessmen night after night, year after year. When you, read, when you hear that from her mouth or you read about that, when you give yourself to that, the heart is pricked, bro. And if it's not, there's a problem. Then you got a, you got a God problem. Right. And then, which is, God can help you with that. Right. The Spirit of right. God. But what you don't do is say, yeah, let I'm hearing pro- all of that, yeah. but let me just make a theology sex of why I is, should not care. Right. Sex trafficking is, is yeah. uh, I hear all that, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make a theology about why we don't have to care about sex trafficking as right, much. Right, I right, think right. That, that, that sounds pretty good. It would be good. one thing if you said, man, because again, going back to the immigrant situation, which I was completely removed from until I met John and I got, I got to hold, I wrapped my hands around a family that right. was being punted out of the country. Right. When I looked at how hard they were working towards citizenship uh-huh. and every single, uh, 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 they had lawyers stealing, yep. basically stealing money from them. They had to jump through all these weird hoops every single year to maybe come into the office and find an ICE says, you got to go right now. When I was, when I, when I had a front row seat to that and I began to read more, I said, oh no, I got to do something about this. So I want to give my money. I want to point people to organizations organizations that they can that they can give to i want to pray i want to read at the very least i want to support those who are doing it because here's the thing we can't solve all issues right but let me tell you one thing you can do you cannot resist those who are fighting for the justice of others you can do that yes maybe you can't solve it Maybe you're just gonna pray, but you can definitely but hold you the can ropes. Definitely, exactly. Hold the ropes of the person going down in the well. You Everyone get, could do that. You don't have to come behind those who are holding the rope and kick them in the shins and do things to try to cut the rope so the full person falls in. What they have done, I'm so glad that Jamar Tisby, God bless you, brother, has emerged from the sort of internal persecution that had marked his life about four years ago from the church, man. 
Hallelujah. And now a lot of those voices that were condemning him are now becoming fringe and irrelevant. And now his voice is, and his, his voice is, is very much central in the culture. And you know what? It's just as gospel centered as it was before. A- amen. Amen. I praise God for that, amen. man. Amen to that. Yes. Because it's a shame what we do to each other. It's a shame, man. And I just, brother, I know we got to wrap up. Yes, go ahead. I, I just want to read this passage, Take us home, man. man. Take uh, us let me, home. Let me just, I'm just going to end with this. This is Romans 12. This is Paul giving the church the essence of Christian ethics. If Southside Rabbi is about anything, I mean, always says this. It is about fighting for the ethics of the kingdom, a biblical ethic, because the biblical ethics are the flyest, most impressive, most lasting, and revive, revival-filled ethics of anybody's interpretation tra- of morality. And it transcends the ethics of the land. Every time. It transcends the ethics of the Talk land. Talk to me nice. Bump your politics. Bump, bump your partisanism. Your politics. Talk to it me transcends nice. all Talk that. to me nice. Go ahead, bro. This is uh, Romans 12, verse 9. And I'm going to go 9 uh, to about 16. It says, let love be without hypocrisy. Detest evil. Cling to what is good. Love one another deeply as brothers and sisters outdo one another in showing honor. Let me just stop there for a second. How we carry ourselves online as people waving the banner of Christ, can you say you filtered it through any of this? Can we say that you have tried to love people deeply, tried to keep your love free of hypocrisy, that you have indeed seen people as brothers and sisters? We treat people online like devils, bro, and demons. Right. And I am so glad that God, in a lot of ways, has established my my situation, uh, my financial situation, apart from the support of of those in my immediate fan base. I'm so glad. I think it frees me to love them more. Because the way that we've been able to just bankrupt people's entire careers or their reputations or, or drive them into a place where they have no confidence or, or even worse, drive them out of the faith altogether. Oh, talk about that. Because we don't see them as brothers and sisters. You're going to be held accountable for we this. We see them as demons, bro. We're held accountable for what we say online, too. Facts. Out of the abundance of the heart, Man, the thumbs tweet. You're right. And, my, and, Rodner, yes, I love that, bro. Yeah, I'll say that again. Out of the abundance of the heart, the thumbs tweet. The thumbs tweet. That was and a, Jesus was not playing. He said, if you are, all, if you are causing a little, my little sheep to stumble, mm-hmm. it'd be much better for you to go jump off a bridge. Yep. He also right. said every idle word will be judged as well. Verse 11 says... Do not lack diligence in zeal. Be fervent in the spirit. Serve the Lord. Rejoice in hope. Be patient in affliction. Be persistent in prayer. Share with the saints in their needs. Pursue hospitality. Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse. And do not what? I love how Paul... Hold on. Qualify. Yeah, he said bless. Yeah, because because Paul could have just said bless those who bless curse you. Yes, yes. I mean, I mean, he could have just say bless those who persecute you. And then moved on. But he says no, bless them and do not curse yes, them yes, either. Yes, yes. Because I know that that's what you guys are doing. I know you guys are cursing your enemies, man. Yes. Yes. I know you guys are. Yeah. So yeah. bless them and hold on. Let me put another qualification on it. Do not Don't curse, curse them. Either. them. How, yes, about, yeah. How many absolutely. cats out there cursing Hillary Clinton and Biden yes, and, 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 and liberals everyone, and black lives and matter? And anyone that seems like they, they fit in cursing your Cursing other Christians too. There you go. It says, verse 14, it says, bless those who persecute you. Bless, do not curse. How do we seek to bless those who 
are against us. Yeah. Does it even cross our mind, bro? Does it even cross our mind how to be a blessing of those we disagree with? Right. Verse uh, 15. 15. Rejoice with those who rejoice and weep with those who weep. Your brothers and sisters are weeping. And if you, in, in, this, in, in a lot of ways, and I love that, I love the, the book, um, uh, Taking America Back for God, how there's all this data mm-hmm. that helps us to see that some of this, a lot of this just isn't a white and black problem. It's an ideology problem. Mm-hmm. Whether you are black or white, I had a lot of, had a lot of uh, he's called them bloods back in the day. The bloods the gang now, but back in the day, had a lot of bloods in the, in the comment section mm. that were, were also offended mm. that someone would recognize him as an image bearer because he had fentanyl in his system. If we are weeping, if we're weeping, the Bible instructs us to your brothers and sisters in Christ who are also filled with the spirit of God and not taken up by the liberal mainstream media, okay? But our spirit-indwelled, Christ-bought people as well who love the gospel. And are also not idiots. Can I say that? Gosh. That they're also not just literally just listening to the news and just being bewitched because they can't think for themselves. Facts. And you somehow are just like objective Bobby who who is just so your intellect intellect is so great your brain is so big that somehow you are kind of hovering above all of the all of the the the, the media stuff that's just bewitching people right 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 like come on man I'm sorry no 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 it's good it says rejoice with those who rejoice weep with those who weep live in harmony with one another do not be proud instead associate with the humble do not be wise in your own estimation do not repay anyone evil for evil give careful thought to do what is honorable in everyone's eyes man that's a powerful statement give careful thought about how my actions can be honorable in the eyes of the onlooking world that we're not simply just trying to retreat from them Get on our side and then put a, a hedge around us and over the fence say, you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong. Right. But think about how can they be honored in ways that are true to my Christian ethics, in ways that they can truly benefit from. Paul says, give careful thought to it. Give careful thought to it. Because to not do that is unfaithful. Man, if we're those type of Christians, man, I, I want to be that type. I'm not saying that I am. I, I'm not killing it, but I want to be that kind of Christian. Amen. I want Me to be too. that kind of Christian, bro. Because that's the kind of Christian that the Bible says that we should be. Absolutely. Absolutely. Woo. We were doing things that is opposite of this. Guess what? We are not being Christians as the Bible defines it. Facts. We may be, be Christians as Republicanism defines it. Right, right, right. You might as be being land. Christian as America defines it. Right, right. But you're not being Christian as the Bible defines it. Which is the only definition You might that even be, be Christian by the way that your friends in your echo chamber defines it, but right. it's not this. Right, 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 right. Facts. Facts. You can't get around that either, bro. Can't get around it. There's no getting around it. Paul that. is very clear here. Right, right. Paul is very clear. Are you cursing your enemies or are you blessing them? Are you giving thoughts to how giving thought to how you can be honorable? Hold on. Are you if your enemy is hungry, are you feeding them? If they're thirsty, would you give them drink? Right, right, right. Right? Right. I mean, what? Man, it, are you rejoicing with those rejoicing, weeping with those who weep? Yeah. No. Are you associating yourself with the lowly? Are the way that your people responding to their enemies arrogant and prideful? Or is it 
Yeah. Uh, humility. Come on, bro. You can't get around that, bro. You can't get around it. This is the clear teaching of Scripture. And da- Dallas Willard was right when he said that much of Western Christianity has been marching around the clear directives of Jesus' teaching. Just marching around <laughs> it, looking at <laughs> it. Here it is. Talking about it. Wow. That's nice. Being reminded of it on a Sunday, but never thinking how this needs to be who we are. You feel me? So with that being said, this has been Southside Rabbi. It's so good to be back. We have a crazy group of uh, brothers and sisters joining our show. This season is just getting started. I am KB. I'm Amin. We are Southside Rabbi. Peace.